Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 609 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time. Every morning, every hour on the show. Got a lot to get to today. It is Friday. You made it through the week. Eric, I'll tell you, this week, uh, I, I, you know, I would say this. The week, I think, went fast, but the days were slow. It was one of those odd weeks, right, where you yeah. had, even within a day, where all of a sudden time seemed to accelerate and then it would just screech to a halt. And that, then, you know, it would accelerate again and then it would just screech to a halt. Yesterday was like that. Yeah. We, all of a sudden, <clears throat> I turned around, it was 8.45. Yep. And then it was six hours until 10 o'clock. Right. I don't, sometimes that happens. I, I, yeah, it's right? weird. So, um, um, did you, uh, I wanted to ask you this, uh, <laughs> what's going on in the southern border. I don't know if everyone knows what happened yesterday, but the the... The Biden administration, they after they won that Supreme Court ruling that said they were empowered to take down the razor wire and the fencing mm-hmm. that the Texas National Guard put up at a specific location on the Texas border called Eagle Pass. Uh, I imagine that's a, um, uh, there's a, it's a park there. I don't know if it's, I, I imagine it's Texas land. But they were putting up razor wire to stop the influx of illegals coming in. Supreme Court said the federal government has a right to take it down. Texas said that doesn't say we're prohibited from putting it up. Right. So they, the, the, I understand that the Border Patrol took some of the fencing down. Texas National Guard put it back. And yesterday, the Biden administration said that the Texas National Guard has to vacate the area or there will be consequences. So now we, this is unprecedented. We've not seen this in, I don't know how many decades in this country. But 25 states yesterday announced they were joining Texas to support their border protection effort, and 11 of them committed National Guard troops. Well, and it also, you know, is these these are states that that are largely supporting over over this issue, but also over its it becomes a states' rights issue, right? But the developments yesterday seriously call into question whether or not there is the potential here for a direct physical confrontation between state-controlled and federal-controlled militarized troops. So I said unprecedented. I don't know that everyone is understanding how serious this is. Um, It is going to be... Imagine, both sides are armed. Yes. Both are Americans. Yep. You you got National Guard with American flags on their shoulders and the American military with with the flag on their shoulder. Uh, Unprecedented. Yeah. I I mean, this this is... Has this happened, I mean, since the Civil War? Well, that was going to be my comment is that, you know, I don't think you've seen this type of potential armed conflict since the Civil War. Wow. Where you have Americans fighting Americans in a militarized way. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, that is, it, 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 I'm shocked that it didn't get greater coverage. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in this story, right? Because you have the issue of the border crisis. You have the strained resources. You have a state that says, hey, 
if you're not going to do anything about it, we're going to do something about it. And Governor Abbott in Texas was citing the Constitution, saying the federal government has an obligation to protect the borders, but we have an obligation as a state to protect our citizens. So there's no choice. It's not about, you know, the Supreme Court doesn't have the power to undo or undermine a state's constitutional obligation. So that's where the conflict comes in. Right. I mean, in, in the letter that, that Abbott wrote, I mean, he he claimed Texas has the right to self-defense and that yeah. that supersedes all other concerns and is labeling the influx of migrants as a, an as invasion. a outright invasion. Called it an invasion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is... I, I don't know what happens here, um, but you, I mean, you're going to have literally a Mexican standoff in, yeah. you know, in, in, at this little tiny Eagles Pass yeah. um, where the state forces had taken control of a two-mile stretch of the border um, and, and had denied access from the border patrol. I don't know what the solution is going to be, but I, I mean, it, it is, it becomes at this point more or less about immigration and more about states' rights and the ability or right of the federal government to supersede those rights. I, 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 I uh, it, yeah, it really is amazing. And, uh, you know, one of the issues I read, there was an article yesterday, there's a whole controversy, and I, I wanted to bring this up this morning that the Biden administration is actually allowing and and pushing for illegal migrants to board airplanes without ID, with no name on the tickets. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I think about 9-11 and you think about what we went through as a nation. Imagine you're, you know, you have to go through hoops. You forget your ID. You're not getting on that you're plane. You're not getting on the plane. Meanwhile, you could be sitting next to some dude that came up from Guatemala, you know, two days ago, has no ID, nothing but a nameless ticket. So I, I think tensions are going to boil over on this. I, I My prediction, it's, people keep asking me to predict, it's hard to predict. I do think the Biden administration will find a way out and back down. I, I don't think they're going to, well, I mean, what do consequences mean? I'm not sure that that Joe Biden was, was in mentally thinking that those consequences are going to be military consequences that would yeah, be I, I can't I, imagine I, I can't no I, I can't imagine that that would would happen that there will there will be at some point some type of a de-escalation um but you know I mean it's <clears throat> I'm like, surprised that 11 states are sending troops uh I'm a little surprised that they're sending troops I'm not surprised that they announce support yeah agree um and now but, did our governor say anything uh, no, nor was he asked about it. You know, he was he was on News Twelve last night, and I, well, I don't. It doesn't I don't, surprise me that News Twelve was not up to the task of uh, asking a reasonable question. I don't. Well, I, asking no questions. I mean, I I don't know how, as a journalist who would be hosting that program, that you cannot be utterly ashamed and embarrassed of of yourself. Right. That as this migrant crisis, you know, came out. And Murphy gave his stock answer that there was no follow-up of how many migrants are here? Where are they being housed? Where are they? How many more are coming? How yes. much money are we spending? Right. Why did you request $1.4 billion from the federal government? Right. None of those questions were asked. No. None. Total softball setup. It's, it's, but it's, it, look, it's why the governor avoids you. 
It's why he won't right. come on and do ask the governor as how many governors before him had done. They're afraid of an actual conversation. So my question to you this morning is, uh, I made the statement yesterday and we've heard nothing from any of the prospective candidates for governor on either side uh, as to whether or not New Jersey should step up and support the efforts in Texas. Let me tell you unequivocally uh, that I believe that New Jersey should not only be in support of the state of Texas and Governor Abbott, but we should be sending National Guard troops. We should be sending skilled laborers and get down to that border, help them put up the barbed wire fencing and stand in solidarity with the, our fellow Americans in Texas to finally protect our southern border. Do you agree that we ought to be sending National Guard troops and skilled labor to the border? 1-800-283-101.5. 617, fast traffic instant weather. 623, I am Bill Spadia. Um, so serious stuff happening in the uh, on the Texas border today. A town called Eagle Pass which is on the Mexican-American border, uh, there is essentially the makings of a standoff. Now, if you want to know where Eagle Pass is, if you uh, if you know where San Antonio is in uh, south of Austin, west of Houston, right in the lower uh, half of the state of Texas, and Eagle Pass is probably, you know, an hour and a half, two hours from San Antonio uh, on the border. And... What is significant about Eagle Pass is that this is where the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, has taken a stand with the National Guard and other state resources saying, we have an influx of several hundred thousand illegals coming, pouring over the Texas border into our country. Biden administration, uh, along with uh, some charities, uh, Catholic charities, which I'm, I could not be more disappointed in, um, aiding and abetting this invasion of criminal aliens into our country uh, by the hundreds of thousands every month, 270,000 last month. And the governor of Texas said, look, if the federal government's not going to protect the border, we have to protect our state, our citizens, and we have a constitutional obligation to do so. So he's doing that. 25 other American states, through their governors and legislators, um, announced their support of Governor Abbott yesterday. 11 of those states are sending military aid to the border. Now, uh, we have not heard from Governor Murphy in New Jersey. We have not heard from anybody aspiring to be governor. But let me be clear that I stand with Governor Abbott. 100% New Jersey should be sending resources, both military and other, I'd like to get volunteers from our skilled trade unions and get the heavy equipment down there and help them shore up this uh, crisis in the border, this this opening in the in the border. And we ought to we ought to be sending our National Guard resources along with our state police resources to help keep the peace, keep the order, and protect the border. Now that that is absolutely, in my opinion, an obligation of every American political leader right now because clearly the federal government is down on the job. My question to you is, do you agree that New Jersey should be stepping up to help with this crisis? And what do you expect is going to happen? Tim in Flemington, good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Uh, I'm a big fan of your program, by the way. Thank you. Um, th- this is a uh, very important topic, and 
And I'm calling out now to all the young people who have children or one day plan on having children. If you don't wake up and realize how serious this is, um, it's amazing how they're letting people cross this border. Nobody knows who they are, what country they're from, whether they're terrorists, whether they're criminals. You know, I'm I'm a uh, descendant of Irish immigrants. And I remember my mother telling me how... um, how nervous she was when she came over here on a boat, seven-day boat trip, because when she had, when she arrived in Ellis Island, she had to get a medical exam. She had she was worried to make sure she she was going to pass it. Yeah. She was seasick every night on the boat. She had to have all her credentials back then. You had to have somebody from America sponsor you. Yep. I can't believe people. The problem with Americans are we're generally lazy and we forget. Everybody forgets 9/11. Everybody forgets yeah. the World Trade Center. They forget what harm people want to do to this country. And I, a good friend of mine died in 2012, suddenly. He said to me, the way this country is going, it's going to take a revolution to straighten it out. And he says, and don't be surprised if the government doesn't cause the revolution. So well, people better wake up. People better wake up. Um, it's funny how nobody cared about Texas, what Governor Abbott was dealing with, until they started bringing busloads of people up here. Mayor well, Adams all of a sudden started right. going crazy. And, and Tim, think about think about this. Going on with everybody. Think about nine eleven. The terrorist hijackers had to go through the process even then to get a driver's license, to get ID, to get on the plane. Now you've got these same nefarious characters. How many guys? How many Mohammed Atas? are within the 270,000 coming over the border. How many of those military-aged men from countries across the world, the Arab world, South America, Central America, are up to no good, and Joe Biden is putting them on a plane without an ID, without a name on the ticket, and they could be your seatmate on your next flight. So thank God for Governor Abbott. It is time for New Jersey to step up every state that values our country, our Constitution, and our safety should be sending resources to the Texas border right now. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate you. Everybody else hang in there. I'll be back. Should New Jersey be joining the effort to defend our southern border? I say it's an unequivocal yes. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 628 is the time. Eric Scott with the news next. on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey. Taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So a very serious crisis developing at the southern border, a town called Eagle Pass in southern Texas, southwest Texas, uh, a bit uh, to the west of San Antonio, um, have you ever been to San Antonio, Eric? What a beautiful city. I have. Love San Antonio. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Riverwalk. The, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's funny. We were at the Riverwalk, and um, the first thing that I noticed was this could not exist in New Jersey because there is a river running through this little town <laughs> and the shops and the bars, and it's all open air, and there are no guardrails. And That's right. It's very shocking yeah. that parents have to wait for it watch their kids hold their hand and not let them go dropping off the side into the into the water. And I'm like, wouldn't work here. We'd have like plexiglass and chains and there's no way 
that we could be trusted in New Jersey to do that. But I love San Antonio. Yeah, the Riverwalk really is amazing. I mean, the restaurants and just the whole atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I was out there. I've been out there a couple times, but yeah. uh, the first time I was out there, um, I went skydiving with the Army Golden Knights. Ah, how cool is that? And that was how an cool. amazing experience. How, I had, how high up were you? I, I have no idea. Hi. So much <laughs> of that was, it was just such a blur. What and an it was adrenaline rust. Uh, it was a bit. Yeah. Tanner, so you were on. So you had no choice. He was going out the door. <laughs> and, but I remember in, in the plane on the, way, on the way up there, they were talking about it. I was like, so how many people actually, like, chicken out at yeah, the yeah. last minute. He goes, well, it happens. He goes, we tend to discourage that. <laughs> um, and it, because they will, they will tease you mercilessly. Yeah. Because then you are the only one left in the plane. Oh. And you have to ride down alone <laughs> and then meet everybody else in the bar afterwards. Oh, that's and, funny. You, know, it, it, you yeah, deserve so it would, to be teased and ridiculed. Absolutely. It's yep. one of my favorite challenge coins is my, is my Golden Knights ah, challenge coin so from cool. doing that. Dog. That is cool. So San Antonio is a great, uh, great place. Texas is a great state. Uh, Governor Abbott uh, has written several letters that he has hand-delivered to the President of the United States and requested that the President defend and do his constitutional duties to defend the border. And the President so far has refused so the governor's taking uh, it into his own hands. 25 other states are now supporting the governor of Texas. And 11 are sending troops. What are your thoughts? I think New Jersey needs to join them. I know they won't, but we should. Let's go to Brian in Point Pleasant. Morning, Brian. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Good. What do you want to say? Well, basically, um, you know, if you want to find... The biggest patriot in the world, the first person to, to stand up at the, the at the ballpark for the national anthem, you find an immigrant. Um, the problem at the at the border right now is is not necessarily a, a, a crisis of crime. All right, you, you, New York City right right now has been enduring a tremendous influx of, of these. Crime is actually down in, in in New York City, and these are people that are doing exactly what the Statue of Liberty says: if you're tired, you're poor, you're huddling masses. Exactly Brian, crime is not down. Crime is not being reported. People are, are not being prosecuted. They're not being arrested. They're not being charged. So uh, that is a misleading like, thing to say. I'd like to see the statistic that, that backs you up. I mean, basically what this really is is... Well, ask, 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 the cops. Issue. Uh, ask the cops. Ask the cops. When you, when you stop enforcing your drug laws, when you stop enforcing your petty thefts, uh, crime stats will go down because you're not reporting crimes. They're not... They're not prosecuting. They're spending all their time prosecuting uh, President Trump is what's happening in New York. And and ask anybody living in New York that if you're in the city right now, people are using the Citizen app to avoid hotspots because homeless, drug use, and uh, and personal assaults are up. And, and that's from every cop you talk to uh, in the city and not just in New York, but the same thing is happening in Philadelphia, et cetera. But... But, Brian, let, let's take your premise uh, and let's say that uh, an influx of illegal immigrants will actually lower crime. Uh, I, I think it'd be a hard thing to defend. But how do you explain 270,000 people coming over the border, many from countries that they have no ID, no papers, and they're being put on aircraft being sent to other states and our tax dollars are paying for them? Are you OK with that? Maybe you are. It's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, l listen, we, we do have a problem that's more than, than it used to be. I mean, 
Uh, in general, over the last 20 years, about 800,000 people come in every single year, and about 800,000 people also leave every single year. Now, from a budget standpoint, that's different than what President Trump had said, where it's like these people, they're criminals, they're rapists. And it's funny that all these years later, now we find out that he was the rapist. But but uh, no, that's 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 a ridiculous left wing talking point, and it's just simply not true. It's just not true. It's true. He was convicted. He was convicted <laughs> in a court of law. It, it, it happened. No, 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 he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. I mean, Brian, look, it's fine if you want to throw your Rachel Maddow talking points out, but but the reality. Let's deal with the reality. You may hate President Trump, and and that's fine too. You know, I, I get it, I, and I've written articles about where I think he failed when he uh, was president and what things should have been done differently, which I think they will be now. But I, I find it hard to believe that anybody can look at the humanitarian crisis of 270,000 people coming across the border and the idea that New York City, in order to accommodate the influx as a sanctuary city, are cutting their police budget, cutting their fire budget, cutting their school budget, and paying that's for three, that's, oh, wait, wait, wait. it's one hundred percent true. That is exactly no, no, what I, I actually, I it's exactly what Mayor Adams and, said and, in a public address. For, for all, <laughs> listen, all of that money has, yeah. has been re- restored. The cut, the cuts were were, were were pulled back. It's actually not not true. But, but Brian, 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 they are absolutely. asking the federal government for billions of dollars because New York City, like New Jersey does not have the extra money to pay for the migrants. In New Jersey, like New York, we're paying for health care, we're paying for their legal asylum seeking, we're paying their housing, we're paying their schooling, their food, um, we're paying for abortions, For uh, and in many cases, we, we're not verifying their age. You have no idea how many of these kids are 14, 15 years old, state-subsidized medical procedures. So, uh, Brian, it, you're, you know, it's it's one thing to have a talking point about the huddled masses. It's another thing to look at the reality that you've got human trafficking at an all-time high, the sex trade at an all-time high, and absolutely zero verification of how many of these military-aged men are tied to terror organizations. None of that is being vetted. They are being put on buses and sent to states like ours, cities like Philadelphia, New York, Washington, and the local taxpayers are footing the bill. And, you know, as far as crime, ask any cop in New Jersey, our auto thefts are up, our break-ins are up, home invasions are up. All of those stats are irrefutable. Same thing is happening in New York. And I'm sorry, you cannot say that crime is not happening just because the prosecutors are being told by government officials not to prosecute low-level crimes. That doesn't mean those crimes are not still being committed. But, Brian, I appreciate your perspective. Teddy, Kevin, I'll be right back. 646, fast traffic, instant weather next time. All right, 652, AM Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. So uh, the governor of Texas, um, in according to the letter that he wrote to the president, is saying that uh, you know, Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution gives him the power and the obligation. I will just read to you uh, what happened. This is happening in Eagle Pass, Texas. It's a southwest Texas, small town, 20,000 people being overrun by migrants. And by the way, uh, the last caller who wants to say that uh, crime is down, and let me tell you what's really going on. Crime in D.C. up almost 40 percent. 
almost 40%. In New York City, murder, rape, robbery, down. You know what's up? Transit crime and felony assaults. And, oh, wait for it, car thefts. So don't tell me that you're going to use a stat that lumps everything together and say, well, it's trending down, it's fine. Yeah, crimes against the Jewish community, way up. People getting assaulted on transit, buses, trains, way up. So enough. We have a crisis in this country that is happening because you have a president of the United States who refuses to enforce the law. That's what's happening. Uh, and I'll just read you quickly from the governor of Texas letter. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. 25 other states are in line, in agreement. 11 are sending troops to the southern border. So... My thought on this is absolutely, unequivocally, we are a nation of immigrants, legal immigrants. We have a crisis and now potentially a standoff at our southern border because the president of the United States, the guy occupying the White House, warned Texas, back off or there will be consequences. So you've got this coming to a head today. Why is it important to us in New Jersey? Well, two reasons. One, we are a border state. We may have upwards of 900,000 or more illegals in our state right now. Some are young teens that have been trafficked by these nefarious cartels and characters. Many are now, look, we are paying for health care, education, housing, food, and legal assistance. For many criminal aliens, do not forget that this Governor Murphy refuses to enforce federal detainer orders. So how many criminals do we have here? We have no idea. That's the problem. So my position is we should be aiding Texas in this time of need. And if enough states get together, hopefully the federal government will stand down and do their job and protect the border. And honestly, guys, can we just go back to enforcing the laws on legal immigration? All right. Uh, uh, I want to check in with Senator Ed Dern a minute. Uh, Teddy, Kevin, Kevin, Peter, everybody hang in there. I will be right back. Also, uh, this morning after the news, you're going to hear from Caroline Levitt, who is the new press secretary for President Trump's campaign. And I want to uh, talk about what uh, what his response is to what's happening in Texas and what it means to New Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 6.56 is the time. Eric Scott with your news next. 709 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So we've got a, a border crisis that uh, is potentially going to boil over today as Governor Greg Abbott in Texas has said he is going to do his constitutional duty and protect his citizens, protect Texas, and has asserted... Uh, the Texan constitutional authority to defend and protect itself from what he has labeled in a letter to uh, an open letter, not to mention letters he has sent to President Biden, 
an invasion at our southern border. I mean, last as you know, last month, record month, what, 269,000 illegals crossing the border. We have no idea how many criminals, terrorists, drug cartel members, you know, no idea. Human traffickers, it's all happening. We see what's happening. 39% increase in violent crime in Washington, D.C. We see what's happening in New York City. Transit uh, uh, violence is up. Personal assaults are up. So we have a crisis, not to mention the sanctuary states like New Jersey, where Governor Phil Murphy has refused to even address the issue other than saying uh, the nonsense you heard him talking about this morning about uh, we have to solve the border crisis in a humane way. What does that even mean? Meanwhile, we've got potentially upwards of a million illegals here in New Jersey alone. You're paying for their legal fees. You're paying for their housing. You're paying for their food. You're paying for their education. You're paying for their uh, uh, health care. You're paying for all of it. Meanwhile, you're struggling to make ends meet. Now, um, as you know, uh, I am a supporter of former President Donald Trump, and he has made it very clear that he believes New Jersey is in play. And, of course, when you look around and talk to people, one of the biggest issues going right now is how we handle our border crisis. Joining me now, Caroline Levitt, who is the president's national press secretary for Trump 2024. Caroline, welcome to New Jersey 101.5. How are you? Hey, Bill. I'm doing great. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. And everything you just said about the border is absolutely spot on. This is a national security crisis because Joe Biden's incompetent border policies and, frankly, his unwillingness to secure the border. The Democrats don't care about protecting their homeland. They care about uh, having more power and control. They realize that great Americans from New Jersey to New York to Iowa to New Hampshire are fed up with this administration's policy. So they need to implant an entire new voting block in America. And that is what this border invasion is about for them. It's unconstitutional, unacceptable. And we stand with Governor Abbott, the great uh, governor of Texas, and the other Republican governors who have signed on to invoke the invasion clause of our United States Constitution, send their National Guardsmen to the border to protect our homeland. Enough is enough. And this yeah. is a perilous time for our country because of Joe Biden's border invasion. Yeah, it's um, you said that perfectly. Um, it is it is an invasion. And I remember years ago having people talk about this being an invasion and, and you were looked at like you, were, you had a tinfoil hat, like you were crazy. Invasion? You must be a racist. And yet here we are. And, uh, you know, as a New Jerseyan, it's hard to look at this and not have the images come back to you from 9-11. And we think about the hijackers in 9-11. We think about them going through hoops to get New Jersey driver's licenses. Now you've got these illegal migrants, many of whom are criminals, many under um, federal detainer orders, which states like New Jersey refuse to enforce. And they're getting on airplanes without without a driver's license, without ID, without a, without a name ticket. Uh, let me ask you this, Caroline. What was the president's reaction to... What happened yesterday when President Biden said there will be consequences if Texas doesn't stand down? Well, sadly, it's unsurprising. Not only is Joe Biden refusing to close the border to protect American citizens, he is actually making it more difficult for states 
like Texas to secure the border. So he wants to make illegal immigration easier, even yeah. though we've already had nearly 10 million illegal people. You know, Bill, that's the total population of more than 40 American states yeah. that have come into our country over the past several years. And as you said, many of them are on, are known terrorists on the yeah. terror watch list. Many of them are criminals who have committed barbaric crimes since invading our border illegally. There was a story in Minnesota about a, an 11-year-old girl who was gang raped by a house full of illegal immigrants. A story in Texas of a 16-year-old beautiful young woman who was found murdered in her bathtub by her mother at the hands of an illegal immigrant. These people that are coming over the border do not respect our laws, our culture, our country. That's why they are invading it. They are, by definition, criminals. And so President Trump put out a very strong statement yesterday encouraging any rational, insane governor across this country, regardless of political affiliation, to invoke the invasion clause, to send their National Guardsmen and women to the state of Texas and to other border states to secure it. And he will back them 100% in doing that until he can get to the White House and make tangible policy right. changes to revert back to the effective immigration deterrent policies that we had just a few years ago when right. Joe Biden was handed the most secure border in history. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, real quick, I've only got a little bit of time left. Uh, Caroline, uh, the president did say that that he does want to have a focus in New Jersey. Uh, my friend Jeff Andrew, great congressman in South Jersey who's heading up the effort here. What do you expect as far as visits to New Jersey? How much of an effort will the Trump campaign put into this state? Well, look, President Trump, he, I know New York's not New Jersey, but he's a New York guy. And uh, he, loves, he loves New Jersey. He loves New York. Uh, nothing to add on visits. But, hey, we believe that any sane, rational, logical American who sees how much worse our country is under Joe Biden will make a change and vote for Donald Trump in November. So we will be outreaching to Every American, regardless of how blue their state is, whether it's New Jersey or California, uh, we want everyone on board so we can fix this country and make it great again in just a few short months in November. It's going to go by quick, Bill. Yeah, it's, it's flying by. Caroline, you are always welcome on the show. Great to talk to you. Uh, be well and uh, best everybody on the team. Thank you so much, my friend. Take care. You take care. That is Caroline Levitt. Um, she is a young woman, very successful. She was deputy press secretary in the White House uh, when Donald Trump was in the White House and uh, now is the press secretary for the Trump 24 campaign. And uh, you're going to be hearing a lot from her, Congressman Jeff Van Drew, and uh, hopefully the president. We'd like to get uh, 45 back on the air as we had him on a few years ago. So I will uh, be working on that and keep you posted. All right. On the other side, we're going to check in with... Uh, uh, former state senator Ed Durr about the immigration crisis, how it impacts New Jersey, and then Teddy, Peter, Kevin. I'll get to everybody on the other side of Traffic and Weather Next, 716. Uh, hey, by the way, I want to uh, thank my friends at the Pet Center for sponsoring New Jersey traffic and weather. Um, you know, the Pet Center is in Old Bridge. It's at the shops in Old Bridge on Route 9. My wife Jody and I have been there many times. It's a great family-run business. And honestly, if you're thinking about adding a puppy to your family, you want to go to the pet center. This is where you want to buy a puppy. All pet center puppies meet the highest health standards and you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Go to PetCenterNJ.com. By the way, they have a whole section dedicated for you to play with the puppies. So you're having a bad day? Nothing brightens your day more than having a, a puppy on your lap. I can tell you it's, it's puppy therapy. So even if you're not really in the market, 
take the kids down and go to uh, go to the Pet Center. Uh, shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 and go to PetCenterNJ.com. Uh, great experience. Uh, take it from me. Um, also, I want to thank Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time. Now, talking about the border crisis, every state is now a border state. And with the sanctuary policies of Governor Murphy and the complicit majority Democrats, we now have potentially hundreds of thousands of illegal migrants in New Jersey. And guess what, guys? You're paying to house them, feed them, provide them health care, education, and legal assistance as they seek asylum. 270,000 illegal migrants coming over the border just last month, record month. Now you've got a true crisis where the governor of Texas has said, we have an obligation to protect this country, protect our border, protect Texas. And he's closed the border at Eagle Pass, a small town in in southwest Texas, uh, a couple hours from San Antonio. Um, let me tell you, this is a crisis because the uh, the guy occupying the White House right now has said that Texas has to stand down or there will be consequences. So you have a president of the United States actively working against American interests and closing our border. Honestly, uh, this is rising to the level of treason. And it's very serious because you've got American federal troops and National Guard troops on the border right now. 11 states have joined the, in the chorus of sending troops to the border. I think New Jersey should be one of them. Let's uh, go to my friend, Senator Ed Durr. Uh, Senator, what do you, uh, what's your take on this? It's a lot. Hey, hey, good morning, Bill. Actually, I have a lot to say, so I'm going to try and get it in there real quick. Do I it. You want to re- but, uh, first off, I absolutely stand with Governor Abbott. I stand with Texas. I believe we should be supporting them. Our GOP leadership has passively endorsed the Biden-Murphy administration by, you know, allow ignoring the American first policy mm-hmm. of low unemployment, of energy independence, of safe borders. As Caroline said, safest borders we ever had under President Trump. Yeah. We need to get back to supporting America first and protecting our citizens. Our state is at a vulnerable stage. We are at risk here. And as you saw, everybody has seen that video of the gentleman who bragged about, you will know my name. Yep. That is very auspicious of how he said, you will know his name. That makes everybody stop to think. We've already had terrorist attacks. And I, I implore everybody to be on alert. Be aware of what's going on. Because we, we you know... When you had that call earlier, Brian, talk about uh, immigrants. They are not immigrants. They are illegal aliens. That's it right. says it in the Constitution. They are violating our laws. They are criminals the moment they cross that border. We have a way of entering our country through our port of entry. Try to go to China or North Korea or Russia and go without going through the port of entry and see what happens to you well, there. Ed, imagine, and not even that, but you know, just my, my daughter's getting married in, in two and a half weeks, and her and her fiancé, Charlie the Butcher, they're going to be here. The wedding's in the States. We're very happy about that. For him to get a pro- go through the process, married to my daughter, an American, will take no fewer than 18 months for him to get the visa to be able to come here. Think about that, Ed. 18 months for my son-in-law to come here legally from London. 
and and you're telling me that you could have some terrorist or cartel member without an ID coming up from Guatemala, Honduras, wherever the hell, or some Arab country, landing in Mexico City, and then taking the trek up to our border without without any process whatsoever. It, honestly, it is it's disgusting to me. Any legal immigrant should be up in arms about what's happening at the southern border. Absolutely. Well, I mean, little joke. Just tell your son-in-law to fly into Mexico. I did. I told him that. I said that to them last night. I'm like, guys, why don't you just go to Mexico and I'll meet you. I'll come pick you up at Eagle Pass. Don't worry about it. It is a sad commentary on yeah. it. We, Bill, we are allowing the destruction of America. Yeah. We are allowing this. And you know what, uh, Senator? Stand up and stop it. I, you said it earlier, the GOP leadership. I have not heard one of the potential candidates for governor in 25, and, and there are a couple out there right now, say one thing about standing with Texas, right? That speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah, it does. Better times are coming, Ed. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, appreciate your patriotism and courage. Well, we'll talk nothing, soon. You know that I, I am 100% for America first and for New Jersey first. So uh, I, know. I, 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 I just will not sit by idly and let this all happen. I know. Things are coming. Things are changing, and uh, you're at the forefront. Appreciate you. Take care, Senator. Talk soon. Take Bye care. Now. That's Senator Ed Durr. EdTheTrucker.com. Peter, I'll get to you first. Then Kevin on the other side of the news next, 727. 739 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Let's jump right back into it. So Eagle Pass, Texas, small town, about 20, uh, 25,000 people living in it, just uh, southwest of San Antonio, Texas, on the Mexican border. Governor Abbott in Texas has said, we will secure our border to protect our citizens. Uh, now that the president of the United States, or at least the occupier-in-chief in Washington, Joe Biden, has refused to do it. Um, some have speculated uh, with some estimates of 20 to 22 million illegals in, in America already, uh, estimates of 700 to 900,000, even more potentially in New Jersey alone, uh, that this is all designed to create a permanent majority for the Democrats um, because there's been a move to uh, offer amnesty and, and essentially flip all these uh, 20 million people into legal voting citizens. Meanwhile, uh, you try to come here legally from a European country, and uh, you got to go through hoops. It's expensive. It's 18 months to two years on the waiting list. I mean, it, it's outrageous. We're going through it now with my uh, son-in-law-to-be. So you're telling me that my British son-in-law is going to take two years to be able to get a visa to come here, yet some criminal migrant uh, that's working with a cartel or some some Arab terrorist organization is going to be able to walk across the border, and Joe Biden is going to encourage that and allow it. Thank God Governor Abbott is standing up, but it gets bigger than that. Abbott's being joined now by 25 other states who have said, yes, we are going to support and assist the Texas government in doing what the federal government should be doing. 11 states are sending troops to the border. So this is going to come to a head potentially today. And my thought on it is, first of all, for those uh, Republican wannabe governors um, they're, the, uh, they're out there, not a word. I haven't heard one potential candidate for governor call for New Jersey to send the National Guard to join this effort. 
Now, as you know, I'm not a candidate for anything today, but I will tell you, I stand 100% with Governor Abbott. And if I were in a position to make that decision, yes, we would be sending the National Guard, state police resources, and working with our skilled trade unions to get qualified workers down there to help construct what needs to be constructed in terms of wall and border security. So all these things are possible. 11 states are sending troops. We'll see what happens. The, uh, President Biden said that um, there will be consequences if Texas doesn't stand down. My prediction on this is that Biden will back down. He's not going to have a choice. They're not going to, you're not going to all of a sudden have a, a civil war over, over Eagle Pass. So I think they'll back down. But it raises the question, how do we tolerate a governor in this state who's created this sanctuary state with almost a million people potentially here taking your resources? Let's go to Peter in Central Jersey. Morning, Peter. Good morning, Bill. Um, it's just it's sad that you remember we used to speak about this on Chasing News. Yeah, we spoke about sanctuary cities. And I've been talking about this for my whole career. Yes, the last ten years, I've been saying the dangers of sanctuary cities, and and then you know President Trump came in and he solved the problem. Illegal immigration went through the floor for the first time in years. Sure. But, Bill, my point I, w- I want to make is not only has this problem getting worse, it will be getting worse because what residents need to keep in mind is that while we're paying for a lot of these expenses now, it's going to get worse where you're going to have southern governors that are going to now um, have migrants go in cities like Jersey City, like in Newark. And a lot of these funds that we've been, sp- uh, been paying for, a lot of people forget that the funds that states had in their coffers were COVID-19 funds. Yeah. These funds have ended, and now states sort of have to dip into their surplus in tax revenue in order to pay for these services. So at some point, the middle-class family in New York and in New Jersey are going to start feeling the pinch, either through taxes that are going to have to be raised or the services that are going to have to be cut in order to pay for these services. Uh, it's happening in New York. I mean, despite the uh, the best efforts of the left-wing talking points, Mayor Adams has made a commitment to have New Yorkers pay for illegal migrants. They're living thousands or of even, them. Or, Look, even, yeah. or even make sure that the, the students can't go to school. That's we, right. We saw the reports a couple of weeks ago. In Brooklyn. That, uh, yes, that students were not able to go to school right. again. Uh, in order um, to accommodate the migrants, yeah. which I understand from a humanitarian standpoint, it makes sense. But, Bill, we've been talking about this for years. But you know what, Peter? Uh, it's, it's, You're right. But, Bill, we're past the point of common sense. We're at the point of critical thinking. And I think Republicans have been criticized for what we've been vocally saying, and we've been critically thinking about these issues in our voices have been ignored that's right and you peter are a former democrat so you've seen it from both sides um and to your point that school in brooklyn uh i'm tired of hearing about the humanitarian needs here and i'll tell you why we are creating the humanitarian crisis by allowing these migrants to come here and be thrown around the country i mean shame on catholic charities i can't imagine anybody giving a dime to Catholic charities. They're the ones that are providing these buses and putting these people all over the country. And now we're, we're stuck. I think what we ought to do, if we had a strong president, and I believe that President Trump needs to get back in the White House, we need to create a buffer Thanks, zone are- on the other side of the border. We ought to move a 1,000 feet into Mexico, set the tents up there, process the asylum seekers there, and you wait your turn in a tent 
on the Mexican side if it's going to be two years before you get your hearing. These are not asylum seekers running from tyranny. These are cartel members, drug traffickers, human traffickers. As President Trump rightly said years ago, you've got such a criminal element coming over the border and we are doing nothing about it. Peter, we have forgotten everything that the 9-11 Commission warned us about. It's the reason we have Real ID. And now you have upwards of 422,000 illegals flying in our aircraft right now. Right now, without ID, with no name on the ticket, could be your seatmate today on a flight anywhere in this country. Peter, I got to jump. Always good to hear from you. Let's uh, let's connect soon. Uh, give me a, text me after the show. I want to uh, I want to loop you in with uh, everything that we're doing going forward. All right, uh, Kevin, everybody, hang in there. I'll be back. Seven forty five. Fast traffic instant. Win. So, New Jersey is a border state. Uh, shame on the lack of competent news reporters out there who no one thought to ask the governor about his billion-dollar request to the federal government. Murphy, like Ross Baraka, the mayor in Newark, they want to buy votes with illegals and children. That's what they're doing. So Ross Baraka is the mayor of New York. He's going to run for governor. They just passed a rule in the city allowing 16-year-olds to vote for school board. Now, so what, is, what, do you, what do you think is going to happen? You get, you get some unsuspecting kid in social studies. They're going to hand out ballots. They're going to tell them who to vote for. And that's how it's going to go. We know that. So, Ross, we're on to you. You know, you're going to... You, but, 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 Ross Baraka, let me be very frank with you. The Democratic Party doesn't want you. You're not going to be their nominee. And you know it. You know it. Nobody wants you. Because they see what you've done in Newark. You're a radical and you're incompetent. Moving on to that, we could say the same thing of Governor Murphy. The problem is the Republicans, and in particular the last nominee, did such a terrible job in 2021, only four in ten New Jerseyans bothered to vote. Now what do we have? Well, we've got the country bubbling over right now with a border crisis that impacts you, your family, your business. You will be forced into greater debt. You will be forced into a, a greater tax burden. You will be forced to have to lock your doors and get surveillance and potentially arm yourself because of the influx of criminal aliens. You are the one that will compromise your, have your safety compromised in your neighborhood. You are the one that will continue to pay to subsidize for criminal aliens to avoid prosecution as Governor Murphy refuses to enforce federal detainer orders. Bail reform, creating a revolving door for criminals to walk out the door within hours of being arrested. This is all being exacerbated and made worse by the influx of illegals. 279,000 coming over the border, 69,000 last month. Ridiculous. Governor Abbott in Texas doing something about it. I say New Jersey needs to join this fight to protect our border. Obviously, it's not going to happen under this governor. So we got to have a change. Let's go to Dan in Lafayette. What's going on, Dan? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good, man. What are you doing? All good? Not bad. Uh, yeah, so far, so good. Driving a little rainy out here, but we'll get through today. Yeah, we will. All right, Dan, what do you think? Absolutely. So I 100% believe that the Democrat side is allowing this to happen, all these illegals pouring 100% for vote count. This is one of their strategies that they use 
to gain power over the Republican side, which unfortunately just sits idle. Unlike, except, uh, you know, the governor of Texas, and he's got 25 states standing behind him. That's right, 25 states. Well, the president <clears throat> something. Well, uh, the president said yesterday that the governor has to stand down and leave Eagle Pass to the feds so that they can continue their effort to cut the barbed wire to allow illegals to cross into the uh, into the state of Texas. And when you, th I mean, this is by all definitions an invasion of our our uh, sovereignty. It's an invasion of our sovereign territory. The governor of Texas has the Constitution behind him. That's why twenty five state governors have already stood up and said we're with you. Eleven, Dan, are and actually sending why, troops. And that's why he should not stand down and stand up to Joe Biden and say, in nice words, screw you. We're doing this. this yeah, I don't think you should use nice words. No, I, well, on the air, unfortunately. Yes, thank you, Dan, for respecting the uh, the dump button. We have, all, we have all kinds of FCC issues, and every time I get into a conversation, somebody gets heated and passionate. Every once in a while, there's an F-bomb thrown out there, and then I lose the whole conversation. Anyway, Dan, I got to jump. Good to hear from you. Thank you for bringing the energy this morning. Question on the table for you. Do you agree with me that our governor should put aside partisan politics, stand with the governor in Texas, and send volunteer skilled labor and state police and National Guard resources to the southern border to help solve this problem. It's time for us to stand up as Americans. I believe New Jersey now is a border state with any anywhere between 600, 800, 900,000 illegals here. It is compromising our safety in our neighborhoods. Your kids are in jeopardy because of the reckless policies of Governor Murphy and President Biden. This is an opportunity to stop all eyes on Eagle Pass right now. And uh, I think New Jersey needs to play a role in this. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. Would you want your son or daughter deployed to the southern border right now? 757. Eric Scott, be the news next. 809 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. So we've got a, a, a pressure cooker uh, that is potentially about to uh, pop with a border crisis. Uh, all eyes on Eagle Pass, Texas today. As I've said, New Jersey is a border state. Um, and why? Well, because we have a governor and a legislature, the Democratic majority in particular, that is aiding and abetting an invasion of our country by hundreds of thousands of illegal, uh, many criminal migrants coming through the border um, to the tune of almost 300,000 a month. And I'm old enough to remember that we were attacked on 9-11 by terrorists who used state-issued IDs to board planes and kill thousands of innocent Americans. It was such a grave situation that the 9-11 Commission recommended we go to something called a real ID. And for years, we've been working toward the real ID. And now we've got 400 plus thousand criminal aliens, illegals at best, undocumented, if you want to use the PC term, flying around on uh, domestic air flights without ID, without tickets. So what's happening? Well, Governor Texas said that's enough. It's enough. President of the United States not going to do his job we're going to secure the border. And he did that. He deployed the National Guard, state police resources. And there they are at Eagle Pass, town of 20-some thousand people, small town, southwest Texas. 
and the President of the United States went after them in court, said we're going to tear down the barriers you've put up. Supreme Court sided with the administration. No shock, the Notre Dame grad, uh, Amy uh, Comey Barrett, sided with the left, and uh, now you got a standoff because the governor of Texas won't back down. He said it's his constitutional duty to protect the border if the federal government won't do it, and he's right. 25 states have signed on, 11 of those states sending troops. My question is, do you want to see New Jersey join that effort? I, I can promise you this. Uh, if I were in a position to make that decision, we would not only be sending state police resources, National Guard resources, but also skilled labor. I'd love to work with the skilled labor unions and get qualified, competent people to that border to help them construct what needs to be a barrier to stop this invasion. And we've got the Constitution on our side. But what do you say if it's your kid? Let's go to Mary Lou in Roxbury. Hey, Mary Lou, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Um, as I told Kylie, I'd be happy to have my son from the New Jersey Army National Guard go down to the southern border. But the New Jersey National Guard is being deployed to the Middle East. They leave tomorrow for Texas for a month or so before they go to the Middle East. And yeah. I'd much rather have them in Texas than well, in the Middle East right I, now. I agree with you, Mary Lou. I mean, it's it's wonderful you've got um, a son that, that has stepped up to serve. So thank you for that. Uh, and we'll pray for his safety, of course. But this is a, a, a grotesque misuse of American forces. I mean, the Israelis have got this under control. They need our help. It's okay to spend money. And I'd like to see them um, encouraged to finally just end this, this problem in Gaza. But that said, we have, as the uh, Tom Clancy novels would say, a clear and present danger happening on our southern border. And uh, Mary Lou, I appreciate your sentiment that you would have, uh, you'd be okay with your son being deployed there. Now, my guess is that most of the soldiers that are being deployed, this is where they would much rather go. They understand it's an attack on our country. They understand that the cartels and the, the drug kingpins and the terror organizations from these Arab states have all deployed people to Mexico to come in um, without interference. And, and, and Mary Lou, were you shocked when the Supreme Court issued that decision? Absolutely. I just, I, I can't believe it. Like, we yeah. have to protect our country no matter what. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed with our government, our Supreme Court. Like, what are they thinking? I know. I know. It's, it is, an, it is a, a uh, willful undermining of our democratic process and our republic. Uh, Tucker Carlson had a great line the other day. He said, you know, it's not by accident. You're talking about about 20 million people that they estimate are here. And, yeah. you know, he said the largest margin in presidential election history so far was 17 million votes. Ronald Reagan's reelection in 1984 and with the call for amnesty and allow these illegals to become citizens and get voting rights. Uh, what else could you possibly look at this as anything other than a power grab by the uh, Democratic Party to say we are going to create a permanent majority and we see it happening in Newark with 16-year-olds uh, being allowed to vote. We see it happening in California where illegals are able to vote in school board elections. That was a, a call they put out a year or two ago. So it, it's happening. And 
We've got to do something about it. I, I'm with you, Mary Lou. I'll say a prayer for your son and all the troops that are being deployed wherever they are headed into harm's way. Thank you, Mary Lou. Have a great rest Thank of your you day. Know. All right, uh, Mike, Kevin, I will be back. A14, fast traffic instant weather. And 44, Eve Shem, 45, and Elizabeth, 45 degrees. Fast traffic instant weather every 15 minutes on New Jersey, 101.5. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. All right, let's jump right back into it. Talking about securing the southern border, uh, reports of 11 states mobilizing National Guard. We heard from the president, former president of the 45th president, President Donald Trump's campaign press secretary, Caroline Levitt. Uh, the president has called for uh, states to mobilize their National Guard and, and support the Texas governor's effort to secure the border, as is his duty uh, under the Constitution and uh, his right and duty as the governor. I believe New Jersey should join that effort. Uh, Of course, it won't happen because this illegal invasion is uh, being aided and abetted by Governor Murphy and all the other sanctuary governors and mayors out there, including Ross Baraka in Newark and uh, Mayor Eric Adams in New York City. Uh, We have a crisis and we need to solve it. Let's go to Mark in Upper Freehold. What's going on, Mark? Hey, Bill. I always love talking to you because uh, we think very much alike. Uh, the biggest thing, you can hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So the biggest thing, you know, absolutely 100% I support what Go- Governor Abbott's doing. We need to secure the border because it's already been shown from multiple reports from ICE and other Border Patrol agents the bad actors that are getting across the border, the human traffickers, people known part of terrorist cells, and they're just not talking about this in the news. And the fact no. that they're just letting, the fact that they're just like kind of catch and release, here's a court date, and then on your honor, show up, it's ridiculous. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not against a, like you've mentioned before, an immigration system that works. I understand my parents are immigrants. I'm first generation. The opportunities that have been granted me here, in, like in this country, are amazing. But do it the right way. You know, if there's opportunities. Like in New Jersey, there's a way for illegals to get a tax ID, work, contribute to society. You're not going to get deported because this is a sanctuary state. But you're, you're at least in good faith contributing to society. You stay out of trouble and then get on that path to get a green card or permanent residency. But I don't think, but the Democratic playbook is so disgusting because like they're already doing in local levels, let illegals vote because they're part of some portion of the population. That's unconstitutional. Being an American citizen means something. Your vote does matter. And people are getting fed up. And it really just disgusts me that my parents did it the right way, paid all this money to go through a lawyer, the United States uh, you know, government, you know, you have to uh, look at the Constitution, recite the Pledge of Allegiance, pass a basic exam to understand the roots of the country. And now they want to just grant amnesty or yeah. just have these people come here, many of which are associated with the cartels. Look at the people that they've been locking up and then just releasing because of the bail. Well, that's right. They they uh, this this whole catch and release. I mean, my God, it's like we're on a fishing expedition and the fish is too small. Throw it back. They literally grab them. And send them. And uh, part of the blame is on the federal government. Part of the blame is on uh, complicit organizations like Catholic Charities. I can't believe anybody still gives them money. They are absolutely complicit in this invasion. And, uh, you know, the, the reality is, Mark, that we've now got 25 states that are standing with Governor Abbott. We're not going to see this happen in New Jersey, but 
we're not going to see it now because we are stuck for the next 23 months with an administration that supports the invasion, supports the idea of of um, taking the vote and making sure that it is diluted so that millions of illegals are able to vote. You know, as a compassionate person thinking about a humanitarian crisis, I have said publicly that I favor amnesty for a certain group of people who are here illegally undocumented, specifically those kids that were brought here at one, two, three years old. They're working, they're in high school, they're in college. There's no reason to not let them stay. The problem is that now the Biden administration is almost forcing it to be a very black and white issue, that you are either legal or illegal. What I have proposed is that we separate the criminal aliens, those that have federal detainer orders, uh, those that have been accused of, of uh, crimes, anywhere from car theft to child rape. I mean, serious crimes. And and those are the folks that need to be deported. Those are the folks that need to be arrested and held. And everybody else, we can create a pathway. The Biden administration is creating a humanitarian crisis by blurring those lines. So you're not going to know who's who. And if you have to err on the side of protecting the country, then we may have to start throwing out many, many more people. And I think that's an unfortunate turn of events. But it starts with securing the border. I would absolutely be sending National Guard troops, state police resources, and working with our skilled trade unions to get qualified, skilled workers to the border. Mark, thanks for calling. Uh, Kevin, I promise I'm going to get to you first right after the news. I appreciate how long you've been holding. And then Michael and Mike, all of you. 828, Eric Scott with your news next. New Jersey 101.5 presents Blue Friday with Bill Spadia. Thanks to our sponsor, Jobs for Blue, the leading New Jersey provider of side job scheduling. Imagine you're in the best shape of your life. You're working out daily. You rise to the level of a training supervisor with the New Jersey State Police. Then after years of wear and tear, you go through a routine surgery only to suffer a pulmonary embolism that leaves you without your eyesight, wheelchair bound. This is what happened to one of our state police heroes, Trooper Sean Acker. Uh, I spoke to my friend yesterday, former Lieutenant Governor Kim Guadano, and she uh, let me know about this Story And then this morning, uh, early morning, uh, my friend Aaron Smith, who uh, was the head of uh, the state police detail protecting the LG when she was in office. Um, and they introduced us to the Acker family. Uh, Sean Acker is a state trooper who is um, struggling and suffering through this terrible condition. And his wife, Lisa, who is also a proud state trooper she's balancing the important duties of protecting and defending our state then being a supportive wife a caretaker and mom to the actors two kids uh, one in middle school the other in high school and uh, she joins me now because we are helping the acker family raise money for a handicapped accessible van that sean will be able to use the event is on saturday february 3rd 7 to 11 p.m comedian dan altano it's going to entertain the crowd at the Manasquan Elks on Stockton Boulevard in Manasquan. And what I'm going to do is post to the website. As a matter of fact, producer Kristen has it up now where you can email and then there's a, a QR code for you to get your tickets. Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so first of all, how is Sean doing? Uh, you know, just tell me, tell me what happened and what a, what a, uh, how unexpected this was. Well, Sean, like you said, was uh, uh, he was in a 
physical training instructor at the State Police Academy in Seagirt. And um, he would run, you know, the recruits anywhere from three to six miles a day, sometimes multiple times a day, and the wear and tear on his hips. He, you know, he's 6'2", 230, big guy, yeah. but, um, an app runner, and the wear and tear on his hips just kind of um, made it so that, unfortunately, he had to have both hips replaced. Wow. He did um, recover from that fully, went back to full duty, but then um, started having some issues with the right hip and then had to have a residual surgery on January 25th of 2022. And then 10 days later, he went into full-blown cardiac arrest in our home. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I was able to administer CPR, and he was fully responsive when he was transported to the hospital. But unfortunately, um, in transport, coded again and um, lost oxygen to his brain for 42 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Um, And that's where unfortunately all the um damage occurred he has global brain damage he has impaired vision he is wheelchair bound um so we're dealing with um a lot of of issues here um but luckily the the team at jersey shore university medical center neptune never gave up on my husband and he's still here fighting with us and um i just appreciate all the support um and the plug that you're doing for us um, it means a lot to myself, the kids, um, his mom, and the whole Sean Strong team. We uh, we are with you, Lisa. We are with you one hundred percent. And I I told uh, I told Kim and I told uh, Aaron um, whatever I can do. And you know I said I and I'm glad you texted me. You know you got my cell phone now. Whatever whatever you need, we're we're gonna be here for you. And um, and I appreciate that uh, that Dan Altano stepped up to. Uh, uh, to provide the entertainment on Saturday. And, and the money, it's $150 a ticket. The money's going to go toward the, the van. Now, let me just ask you, Lisa, have you, have you bought the van yet? Or is this, you, you we're, we're building up to get it? No, I had to purchase the vehicle. Okay. Um, because I can't, I can't, I can't take Sean to, to hospital, you know, doctor's yeah. appointments or okay. therapy, office therapy without it. So I had to, um, put the money out myself we, um, in order to... We are going to raise the money, Lisa. We are going to raise the money. We're going to have that van paid off. We're going to hit this number. And I'm going to promote this uh, not just today, but certainly uh, next week. And then please uh, tell Sean that we are praying for him, that the entire New Jersey 101.5 family and our largest in the state audience, um, you know, we, we support Blue here. And we're with you, you and your family, 100%. Thank you. And thank you, Dan, very much. Yeah, Dan, are you on the phone, Dan? I'm here. I'm hey, here, Bill. Hey, Dan. Uh, yeah, really, thank thank you for stepping up and and performing at uh, at the Elks Club on uh, on February 3rd. It means, obviously, means so much to the family. And, you know, it's it's interesting how many uh, comics get involved with, uh, with tough situations like this. And, you know, but if you're not laughing, you're crying. So thank you for doing this great work. I couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm just happy as a comedian I can raise money and awareness to these causes, you know. Yeah. Cops lay their lives on the line for us, and, and I can give back in some way. Especially, you know, Sean, Lisa, the whole family. This is what it's all about. You know, that's, we have to laugh through this stuff, and I'm just so happy yeah. that I can do this for them. And awesome. I just have so much respect for Blue, um, you know, and everything that they deal with. With comics, we don't have to deal with nearly as much. Like, I'm afraid of, like, awkward silence when I'm chit-chatting, you know. <laughs> right. uh, and they have to deal with, and of course, you know, I'm not tough because I'm calling it chit-chatting. 
Right. We we respect them so much, uh, yeah. and I'm just so happy to be there. And Bill, thank you, like yeah, thank you, Bill. And everything for you us. got it. Thanks for saying that, Dan. And, and Lisa, thank you. And, and I mean it, uh, you know, you, you uh, look, we're praying for you. I mean, you're on duty as well as a state trooper. So you are every uh, much the hero as well. And best to your to your kids. We'll uh, we'll say a prayer for them. Uh, but it's thank it's you. not just prayers. It's going to be action. We're going to raise this money. We're going to get this done in the next few days. I appreciate it. And can I just real quickly say that on the next day on Sunday at Leggett's at 2 p.m., there's also a Beatles Day, and um, the owner there ha- is going to give all the pre- proceeds that day to the uh, Sean Strong uh, fun- uh, Foundation as well. Wow, that's fantastic. I will make sure that we add that flyer into Thank the you. post today, and then I'm going to share it on social media. And if you guys do anything on excuse me, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, Tag me at Bill Spadia so I can share it to uh, to my followers. Absolutely, Bill. And thank you again for this. You got it. it. You got it, Bill. Take care, guys. Thank you, thank you Lisa. Thank you, Dan. All the best. Uh, yeah, that is, um, whew, you heard the emotion in Lisa's voice. Um, Lisa Acker is a state trooper and the wife of Sean Acker, mom of the two Acker kids, one in middle school, the other in high school. And as you heard, uh, Sean Acker, uh, we, we chose him for our hashtag Blue Friday honoree today because he needs your help please please go to the website nj1015.com slash bill spadia if you can buy a ticket for the february 3rd event it's 150 dollars. i know that's a lot of money for a comedy show it's going directly to help this family because they are out thousands and thousands of dollars for the care of this hero state trooper so please um help if you can and um, the I, I put the what I did was I put the email and the link to the Zelle payment, so you can do that. The event on Sunday is a little less expensive; it's only twenty dollars. But whatever you can, or if you can't make the event and just want to send a hundred bucks, please do that. Whatever you can do. Uh, I want to uh, thank our sponsor for Blue Friday, Jobs for Blue, the leading New Jersey provider of side job scheduling. Go to jobs4blue.com. That's jobs4blue.com. 846, fast traffic, instant weather. 852, traffic weather every 15 minutes on New Jersey, 101.5. Um, I'm going to jump right back into this uh, immigration conversation. Um, let's uh, start with Kevin. We're talking about protecting our southern border. 25 states now joining Texas in the uh, Eagle Pass Okay. Uh, situation yeah. that's going on, Where's and I think New Jersey should be one of them. Kevin in PA, morning. What's going on? Good morning, Bill. Hey, two hours for this rant, so let me get it out before you interrupt me. It's quick. Uh, okay. Fair. You got a minute. Go. Okay. Before, before Obama, uh, Trump, and Biden, politics were as popular as hemorrhoids. Okay, and since then, you know, everybody's become a political expert. Hence that ask clown before Brian. Okay, especially they always come in with feelings, especially the bring me your tired, your huddled masses, your poor, your tired, huddled masses, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, and now that was true. But back then, you, first of all, you came to Ellis Island. You were checked for TB. You were checked for diseases. You were checked to even see if you could support yourself. And if not, you waited on another island in the East River and you were sent back. You weren't put as a, a, a burden to the American people, to their money or their health. That being said, now, now you, there's three types of liberals. You got your, you, you got your indoctrinated uh, college kid, idiot. Then you got the ass clown like Brian, who is probably still living off the bosom of his mother. And then you got 
the gated community person. All right, now wait, now I got to stop you. You got you had a minute there, Kevin, and I appreciate the rant. Um, Brian, you're referring to the caller who talked about the the huddled masses, right? But but listen, Kevin, I, I look, I understand your perspective, and I, I think the challenge is that both sides want to have this as a fight and throw the vitriol around. I think the real issue is very simple here. Joe Biden has created a humanitarian crisis. He's created it because they think they, they think they can sell the American people on a bill of goods that the translation of give us your tired, your hungry, your huddled masses, yearning for freedom is anybody that wants to come here, regardless of your background, ties to cartels, terrorism, uh, any of that, you're able to come here and we are racist and bigoted if we don't allow you. That is a slap in the face to every legal immigrant in this country. Now, I have said this before. There is nothing wrong with the conversation about a pathway for citizenship for kids that were brought here without any knowledge or doing of their own. That is a separate issue. It is also a separate issue to say the guy whose paperwork ran out and he didn't have the 10 grand to hire the lawyers and he's been in the country for 30 years and he's working and paying taxes. Very different from the 6 million people that have illegally crossed our border in the past three years. It is completely and utterly out of control. It is absolutely an invasion. We estimate there are north of 20 million people here now. We have no choice but to begin massive deportation of anybody that's come here illegally uh, over the southern border in the last three years. We have no choice but to enforce every federal detainer order and to start filling our county lockups with these criminal aliens that are here in New Jersey. The true humanitarian crisis is the sex trafficking, the human trafficking, the child slave labor, all of this that is being empowered now by a weak and complicit president and sanctuary state mayors and governors like Murphy, Baraka, Adams, and others. The only way to stop this now is to close the border immediately, if not sooner. Governor Abbott is doing the right thing. If I were in a position to make the decision, I would have the National Guard, state police resources, and work with our skilled trade unions to get qualified labor on the border, build the wall, protect the country, stand up for the Constitution. Rant over. Thank you, Kevin. 857. Eric Scott with your news next. 909 on New Jersey 101.5. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time this morning. All right. Hey, I want to mention something to you. Um, in uh, the fact that it is hashtag Blue Friday, uh, I, uh, I want to uh, just say that I want to thank um, uh, Lisa Acker for coming on talking about her husband, Sean. Uh, she reminded me, and I, I, I wish I had mentioned it, but I want to mention it now that uh, Sean Acker, uh, state trooper, is also a veteran, served eight years in the military before come, becoming a state trooper, was on a special forces team in the Air Force, and did two tours, uh, one in Afghanistan, one in Iraq. So thank uh, Sean Acker and the whole Acker family. Uh, keep them in your prayers and check out the website, nj1015.com slash Spadia. Hopefully you can uh, help this family out. Um, also, I don't know if you remember the story of retired Irvington Police Sergeant Ken Hogan. Ken Hogan was um, was a shot 
in uh, near a local restaurant in uh, he was shot in his patrol car back in 1994. January 25th, 1994. So it's been 30 years. January 26th is the 30th anniversary, and um, he is uh, he's actually doing an event um, to honor the survival. I mean, it's pretty. It, it's really an amazing story. Shot multiple times. I will share this, but I've got. Um, I would like to. Uh, I'm probably going to talk about this after the fact as well. You know, we have a lot of officers out there, and I, anyway, I want to just thank. Police Sergeant Ken Hogan and wish him, uh, wish him luck. He re- he has a party every year to celebrate his survival. Uh, kind of amazing, right? And and I think he was shot, if I'm not mistaken, 19 times. It was some kind of a, an outrageous attack on this police sergeant. But anyway, today marks the 30th anniversary of uh, Police Sergeant Ken Hogan from Irvington. So, uh, Sergeant, be well. Enjoy celebrating 30 years of life after uh, a perp tried to take yours. And thank you for your service, not just to uh, Irvington, but also the state of New Jersey and our great country. Um, he uh, he was a Blue Friday honoree in 2017. So it's been six years. How about that? Anyway, Ken, go get him, man. Thanks for uh, everything you do. It takes a lot of guts to celebrate the uh, that the day that you were attacked and I think it's a great message for everyone to know what these cops go through and how serious this is and the fact that you've got police under fire constantly. And, you know, it does, it, it provides a segue into our conversation about illegal immigration. And, you know, the idea that with bail reform, with the not enforcing federal detainer orders, with the lack of cooperation with immigration and customs enforcement, You've made the world a lot more dangerous. And, you know, you can use all the Rachel Maddow talking points you want. But the the reality is felony assaults in New York are up. People don't feel safe. Car thefts are up. They're up in New Jersey. Home invasions are up. Um, you know, we're no longer prosecuting in our major cities, shoplifting and essentially looting. So it looks like the stats show crimes going south. But really what's happening is... It's no longer being reported. You've got you've got store clerks being fired for reporting crimes. And if you don't think that this is related to a bunch of undocumented criminals coming over the southern border, you're mistaken. And how many families have to suffer before we decide to get smart as a country and secure our border? Now, what's happening today is Governor Abbott in Texas has told the federal government no. The Texas government put up border, uh, border security, razor wire, National Guard troops, the whole nine yards. The federal government under Joe Biden came in and took it down. Texas put it back up. They went to court. A lower court upheld Texas's right to do this. And the Supreme Court of the United States, led by a couple of uh, very, very disappointing uh, Republican appointments, uh, Amy Comey Barrett, uh, to begin with, from Notre Dame. What a disgrace she is. Um, they voted five to four to say that the Biden administration has the right to tear down the barriers. Texas has said they're going to continue to put them up. They deployed the National Guard. They took over a, a park. I think it's 47 acres on the uh, in Eagle Pass, which is a town of about 25,000 people in southwest Texas. President said yesterday there will be consequences unless Texas stands down. The governor said, no, I'm not going to do it. 25 states yesterday 
signed on to say we support Texas. Many are now mobilizing their own National Guard. I believe New Jersey needs to join in that, and the governor needs to put aside partisan politics and stand with the governor of Texas. My question to you is, would you be comfortable with your kids or you being deployed to the southern border, and do you think that that is what has to happen next? Michael, Debbie, Joe, I'll go in order. Other side of the uh, traffic weather next. I'm... 922, I am Bill Spadia. So things are going to come to a head today. Eagle Pass, Texas. Governor of Texas, Craig Abbott, saying we are going to secure the border. The federal government has failed to do it. Federal government sued, won. Supreme Court said that Biden has the right to take down the um, partition and barbed wire that the Texas National Guard put up. Greg Abbott said, not so fast. You have no access to Eagle Pass. And National Guard has secured it as of this morning. Um, and uh, 25 states have now signed on to support Greg Abbott in this effort to secure the border. Uh, I have a letter that we'll be posting to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia that you can read the governor's statement and, uh, and a link to uh, President Trump's statement about how states need to stand with Texas and should be deploying their National Guard to help. 11 states have reportedly already agreed to do that. So we're going to see where this uh, takes us throughout the day. We'll start with Brad in Morristown. What's going on, Brad? Bill, good morning. Morning. Uh, uh, BDJ, Ring Dead Joe, doing it again. He'd rather fight with the governor of Texas than take care of the, the, the big issues in this country. He'd rather fight with the governor of Texas because that's important. Right, Joe? This guy's brain dead. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So, do you would do you think that New Jersey should send um, National Guard troops to the border? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate the call, man. Have a great rest of your day. Let's go to Michael in East Brunswick. What's going on, Michael? Morning. Good morning, Bill. Happy Blue Friday. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. New Jersey National Guard, I can personally speak on this. I I waited a good time on hold, so please allow me to make two points. Go ahead. Uh, The real reason for open borders is America last, illegal immigrants first, and that's what it's always been. And I'm looking at a Justice Department document right now that overlaps illegal immigration with Democratic votes, and they perfectly align. So that brings the point of why do they continue to push votes for illegal immigrants to vote? Why would they continue to push talking points to lower the voting age from 18 to 16? Right. No wall means open borders, means all are welcome. Welcome to the Democratic Party is what I have to say. Deny the proper counting of census, avoid public knowledge of the illegal population of voter fraud. Uh, And my second point would be, uh, unless you want to say something there. No, go ahead real quick, Michael, because I want to run out of time. Make your second point and I'll give you my thoughts. They're preparing, they're, they're attempting to replicate Europe in the sense of globalism, open borders, mass migration, delusion of citizen voice, delusion of the citizen vote and delusion of national independence yeah well michael let me say this uh number one you're not wrong that we cannot we cannot take the voter rolls as anything short of wildly inaccurate because you you've had so many people pushed onto the voter rolls by the democrats this is why when the republican nominee in 2021 supported illegals getting driver's licenses we objected so strongly because 
you know that the driver's license is a pathway to voting. They they have conflated those two things, and now you got this motor voter where you sign up to get your license, you're going to get registered to vote. So uh, they did it in California. They did it here. You know, we need to have a Republican nominee for governor in 25 who stands with citizens, stands with the legal process. It's okay to want a separation of criminal aliens who have actually committed crime versus the guy that's been here for 30 years and is paying taxes. I, I accept those nuances and differences. What we cannot afford any longer is the willful neglect of law enforcement, where you've got politicians that have shackled law enforcement. They are not allowing law enforcement to enforce legal detainer orders, to uh, hold perpetrators and ask whether they're here legally or not. Instead, we have an open border right here in New Jersey with hundreds of thousands of illegals pouring in, being bussed in. And guess what, Michael? We're paying for them. So I think at the very least, New Jersey's got to wake up and say, look, it took Texas to right the ship. We now have to get behind Texas, and it's not by accident that we now have 26 states standing up for border security. So let's see where it goes today. All eyes on Eagle Pass, and I will certainly keep everyone posted. And even though when I'm off the air, uh, if you follow me on social media, at Bill Spadia, I will keep you posted throughout the day. I've got three uh, speeches to give today, different spots of the state, but um, I will be following this and keeping you informed. Michael, thanks for calling. Appreciate you and your service. Debbie, Joe, I'll be back. 927, Eric Scott with your news. Nine thirty-eight on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 So, Eric, I know uh, you'll be watching this story through the weekend. I, I don't know what we're going to wake up to Monday. I mean, this Eagle Pass situation seems to be coming to a head. Uh, I, I'm sure you heard I had Caroline Levin on President Trump's uh, yeah. press secretary. You know, I mean. Th- President Trump calling on states to mobilize the National Guard. It looks like we're hearing that 11 have done that. I've seen some reports on social media that. Uh, but we know that 25 states have now sided with Governor Abbott in Texas. Uh, but the, the governor was interviewed yesterday. Not one question about this issue and the fact that he's asking all this money for from the federal government. I mean, what what he's just is he punting on this? Doesn't concern him. Well, I mean, in his own defense, he wasn't asked about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he he does this appearance once a month on News 12, which is largely scripted, screened, yeah. and set up by Did they the steal your name? Office. Do they call it Ask the Governor? No, they call it Ask Governor Murphy. <laughs> um, and He doesn't you know, have the guts to come on with you. That's no, the problem. He, he, but, but he doesn't, he doesn't, even during press conferences, you know, his staff doesn't allow... Um, the media to really grill the governor on anything. I mean, the governor really has gotten, you know, a a seven-year pass um, from the mainstream New Jersey media who refuses to really question him about a lot of his policies. Um, And, you know, to call what happened last night on ostensibly what was supposed to be a news program shameful, uh, it was. I mean, I don't know how you have the chief executive when one of the major issues that is confronting not just New Jersey but the country is the influx of migrants. And I, and I don't care what side of the issue you happen to fall on personally. Right. You cannot avoid asking the question of, well, okay, how many are here? Where are they being housed? 
What is it costing taxpayers? Right. Why are you requesting all of this money from the federal government? And none of that was asked. What by, is it, $1.4 billion he wants? Yeah, between Hochul and Murphy and a handful of other governors, um, they've requested $1.4 billion. So either it's a big problem and he needed a lot of money to deal with it, or it's not. But you, right. you, either well, way, and what's the money going for? And what what are we talking about? And we had a we had a police officer yesterday or two days ago uh, call in and say, you know, I I pull the guy over. I'm I'm not able as a cop now to do anything about the smell of pot coming out of the car. Right. We have to just presume that it's legal. Um, and he said, and the guy did not have a license. But the officer did not want to take the chance that if the person was illegal, he would not be authorized to do anything about it. So he said, I just told the guy, slow down, be safe. That's going on across the state. Well, and, and the governor's not dealing with it. Well, right. And, you know, it, it's a again, wherever you fall on that issue, um, you cannot reject the argument that it isn't having an impact on state resources, yeah, law enforcement, potentially public safety. You know, it's we were we were led to believe after the nine eleven attacks that you know it's it is the mystery that is the problem that we need information to be able to confront particular threats. Not saying that they are or they aren't, but the question you know the the it's a reasonable question to ask: Who are you and why are you here? Well, and then I, I I reposted this. I linked it in my article today about this. Uh, they they estimate there's some 420,000 illegal migrants who are who are eligible to fly uh, domestically in the United States without an ID, without a name on their ticket. I, I mean, I and and here I'm thinking that talk about flying in the face of the 9/11 Commission. Uh, you know, headed up by former New Jersey Governor Tom okay, Kane, yeah. where they said, "Look, we need to get to real ID because you know, I, I don't think he had a New Jersey driver's license, but Muhammad Atta had a Florida license, or you know, they these guys had state issued identification that led to the real ID push, and now it seems like we have just completely abandoned that." Uh, I wouldn't say that it's been completely abandoned. I mean, it's been delayed over and over and over again. I didn't mean the real ID. I meant the fact that we're not tracking the migrants. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant on that. Right. That on principle that, is on that, Right. The yeah. principle is is yeah. it's so, the real ID is a whole other story. Yeah. How many times we've delayed implementing right. that? Um, but uh, you, you're right. I mean, you, you could argue that there is a double standard there. That you know that we have that we took great pains for many years post nine eleven. Um, to secure our borders, to secure our air travel, to secure, um, you know, the the country against bad actors who would try to get in here, um, and 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 that doesn't seem to be the case at the southern border, um, and that's why I think a lot of folks are are confused, you know, and, and you're you're confusing in many cases two issues. There's one which is. Should there be a path to citizenship? Should there be immigration reform? Should we have all of these things to allow people who want to come into this country and seek a better life for themselves and their families and all of those things? You're you're diluting that and really doing that argument a disservice when yes. you ignore the security issues. I'm so glad you said that. I actually said that earlier. I said I was one of the first Republicans to talk about a 
pathway to citizenship. And I, of course, was attacked by a lot of my conservative friends. And I'm like, look, how, do you, how can you not separate the two-year-old that was brought here at, at you know, at literally at two years old and now they're 18 and they're in an American high school and they don't know any other country but this. Separate that person from the cartel guy that's coming across Eagle Pass. They're two completely different people. And I, so I agree with you. And I think, that, and I said this earlier, that by conflating the issues, you're not only doing a disservice, but you're now putting people in a position where the policy might have to be more black and white than it would have had to have been had you addressed this issue before. And I think it was being addressed. I mean, illegal immigration dropped precipitously while Trump was in the White House. Um, you know, was- well, but it really I mean, if you think about it, you go back. Illegal immigration was was a clarion call of Democrats when Bill Clinton was president. Yes, that's right. You know, it that really it, it, that's where the push to end it began. Really amazing was was during yeah. um, the, the Clinton administration. Um, and yeah, they some, were looking back and essentially blaming Reagan for being soft on it. <laughs> exactly. Right. You, you know, it, it's right. um, and, and Biden is quoted saying sanctuary cities, disaster, can't yeah. have it. Got to yeah. protect the border. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And now here we are where it, it's completely flipped. Yeah. Um, and it's become a, a virtue signaled issue. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, so serious stuff going on in, in Texas today and in the country. And as I've said, New Jersey is truly uh, we have become a border state. Question for you is, um, should we be sending our National Guard to the border? I say absolutely. I think that should happen immediately, um, but uh, not likely under this governor and the complicit legislature. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 945 is the time. Traffic weather next time. All right, let's wrap up this conversation on immigration. New Jersey has become a border state. Things are going to come to a head today at um, Eagle Pass, town in Texas. Texas government, 25 states, in defiance of the federal government, saying you're not doing your job, we're going to do it for you. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has a very strong legal and constitutional argument for doing what he's doing. 25 states, among them uh, reported now up to 15, sending resources, including National Guard troops. So we're going to see how this thing plays out. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, emboldened by a Supreme Court ruling that said the federal government has a right to tear down the fencing that... Uh, the barbed wire that Texas put up. You know, we're, we're, these are dangerous, dangerous times. Let's go to Joe and Jackson to wrap up the day. Got about 30 seconds, Joe. I'm doing great, man. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, no one's talking about the over 13 million illegals that were here prior to Biden. We allegedly have about another 10 million in here. We're approaching that 8 to 9% of our population is illegal. That's number one. Number two, the amount of money that is going from the federal government to the NGOs and to those that were here prior that already get Medicaid and everything else. We're being massacred financially and talk about an invasion. No one's talking about the 160 Chinese that came through the border last month. Their luggage and their clothing, when they had them lined up, if you look, it looks like they got off a plane in Dubai and were going gambling or something. Joe, yes, yeah, something is going on. You've got the Arab nations doing the same thing. You obviously can't trust the Chinese communists. This is not about Central American families fleeing tyranny and torture and cartels. This is an invasion of our southern border. And I stand with Texas. I appreciate all the calls today. Check out the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. 
Guys, enjoy two working days till Monday. I'll see you Monday, 6 a.m. to the Bill Spadia Show On Demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.